Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from one of your supervisors. You know the one. He just came back from watching his wife this weekend have a nice and very opening gangbang. I could be reading from that girl you know. She secretly likes to give blowjobs under the water and films it. I could be reading from one of your friends. He secretly likes to hook up with women and call them mommy. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember, by submitting a confession or question or anything else, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older and legally able to write, submit erotic, or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names or other identifiable information, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. Okay, I brought this up Friday on my subscription show, but I got to thinking deeper on it, so I thought I'd bring it here. So the other day I read a meme, or however we're saying it now. And the question was, how do married couples communicate to have sex? And I thought, oh, this will be great, you know. So I start reading it. One suggestion was to put it in the shared calendar. And I thought, okay, really? I'm like, that's kind of interesting, I thought. Maybe, you know, be kind of cheeky for once or twice, but I don't think I'd ever stoop to that. And I forgot what the second one was. But the third one, and if you listen to my shows on Fridays, you know, my subscriber is, he said, I get my torch out on my phone. And I project my hard cock, like a Batman signal. I laughed, I'm going to be completely honest that that would, I mean, it would get eventually you'd have to come up with a new concept. But I would find that very cheeky and fun. I would. That's putting, uh, I loved that enthusiasm on that person's part, even if it was a joke or not. I like the initiative and the creativity and that you're in a different way of being forward about it. So then I got to thinking, okay, if we, if women, and again, I brought this up on Friday, if women had to show that we were in the mood in a either marriage or partnership or whatever dynamic we're in, how would we do that without uh, nonverbal, you know, nonverbal? So, you know, I go back to the torch. So would we have to prop our tits up and do the same thing? I mean, a bat signal will show our tits or... And then I brought up the very end. And I think this is a better idea. Because the more, you know, sometimes the more I talk, I talk myself into stuff and saying, Hey, that's a good idea. Well, the other one was to have, you know, a torch of us 
giving our dildo blowjob. I don't own a dildo, so I'd have to think of something else. Uh, I, well, I do have kind of, but it's not a dildo. But I mean, it would get the point. I guess we could go to CRISPR and get a cucumber. What do we think? So if you're in a dynamic of any sort, how do you invent a way nonverbal to let your partner know that you're in the mood. And I'm not talking about the basics like touching or kissing and getting the mood going. I'm talking about a cheeky way to get things started. I I think I really want to know on that one, because I'm telling you that bat signal is kind of up there for me. Just saying, you know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have a whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, sounds like you may have an English guy enlisted to give you some proper English coaching, or you've just been hooked on British TV after all. I think this ought to be the last of the stories for a while. It has been amazing telling you and your listeners about my beautiful wife and I, though I think that I left out quite a lot of detail in order to cut to the chase. This may have left you with the impression that it all pretty animal stuff, though of course a lot is. I think I've not shown the sensuality of our situation. Therefore, I think I should try to correct that by telling you about the one last event that happened on my 41st birthday a few years ago. As I mentioned before, sometimes my wife and I stay in London and have a great meal and then end up in a club. On this particular occasion, we were celebrating my birthday and had one of the secret hotels in the center of London. We had just been out for an Italian meal, which was very tasty, and were a bit tipsy on wine, after which we decided to take in a bar slash club. We had no intention of making it super late night, as we wanted to go back to our plush hotel and spend the night making love and enjoying each other. She looked amazing that night beautiful in a simple vest top and a tiny skirt and was wearing her hair up at the start of the evening. Now that I've described my wife before, but it sounds like I'm bullshitting you. So for this last story, I've included a photo of both of us that I know you won't share and will likely discard because most of the amount you probably get. I can no longer describe utterly gorgeous or stunning with you. It must sound boring. So perhaps you can describe us for me. So we are in this bar, both pretty drunk and dancing together. She was obviously getting lots of attention, in particular from many guys. Two young guys started talking to us and clearly trying to find a way to get close to my wife. Surely they never really had anything in their mind other than for someone to wank bank when they were alone later. Of course, chatting on the dance floor is difficult, but all the usual stuff came out like, I can't believe you're married. You've been married for how long? Wow, you both look so good. Blah, blah, blah. Having said that, we're both happy with the attention and the dancing got closer and closer. My wife played grinding on them just for fun. It was really a great vibe. More drinks than we had, we bought each other another round. However, we decided to go home early and she was keen to do so, as so was I. These good-looking chaps were not giving up that easily and wanted us to stay out. They were both mid-twenties, very sure of themselves, and very handsome indeed. Or at least if I was gay. Yes, I would. Also, they were very charming and shared my wit. 
so it was a bit of a sarcastic giggle that was going down. We made stories up about people around us, and my wife playfully asked them who they would like to fuck in the bar. A great game, but we all knew they wanted to fuck her, but were too afraid to ask. We wanted to head home, and I wanted to get my hands on her. She looked so beautifully hot. My wife and I had a short huddle about it, if to stay out or not, and then she said, but I immediately agreed, Darling, why don't we invite them back? It was only about 10.30, and although in principle I was in favor, I thought they would just want to stay out, being young lads on the night in London. I said, okay, if they're up for it, so am I. She had read my mind. I whispered the idea to one of the guys, and to be honest, he didn't believe me. He asked so many questions in case of him saying, no, 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 really, what is actually going to happen? I said, look, mate, we both like you, and I'm inviting you both back to our hotel room to fuck my wife. Yes, really. The penny finally dropped. He went over to his friend and had exactly the same type of conversation. You could see he was saying to his friend, no, I'm not fucking kidding you. Anyway, it was agreed. We all jumped in the back of an Uber and off we went. The questions continued while List waiting for the cab and in the back of the cab until my wife finally shut one of them up by leaning over and giving the most chatty guy a deep, sensual French kiss. The other guy's eyes nearly popped out, and suddenly there was silence. My cock was instantly hard, and I'm pretty sure theirs were too. After stopping at the shop for some wine, we got to the hotel room. Wandering past the concierge, who clearly knew what was going to happen, he'd seen this before. The room had a very large shower, and my wife said, Boys, I'm pretty sweaty. I'm going to have a shower. I recommend you join me. Clothes came off immediately, and my wife showed them the, her amazing petite body. The guys quickly undressed, as did I. They were both gym fit and had quite beautiful penises, and were trimmed or shaved. They were obviously living in hope of that night. Cocks were not too massive, but certainly not small one thicker than the other and slightly stubbier, and both were hard as a rock. We all went to the open shower, which easily accommodated four people standing. She showed me the soap, and it was pretty hot in there. She then went down on her knees and started stroking all of us in the hot shower, before taking turns at sucking us and licking us all. Now, when it comes to blowjobs, she's special. The way she works a cock is truly amazing. It's an art form. Before I met her, I was not really sure that women like blowjobs, but she changed my view. As I mentioned before, she was a blowjob specialist back in her hometown. Before she started, the guys were a bit giggly. It was all a bit a laugh up until that point. But as soon as she started sucking their cocks, it all turned very serious. Their nervous laughter was gone, and it all became beautifully intense. They both arched their back presenting their cocks for her, and she worked them and me. I'm not sure that they ever considered having an event like this with their mate in the room, but as soon as she worked her lips and tongue down their shafts and cocks, all ego, all bravado had gone. Their only focus was enjoyment. This went on for a while, and I could see that the guys were both close already, too close. I'm amazed that they had to held off that for so long. So before they both came, which would have slowed the, down the festivities, I helped my wife stand up. 
and as she stood up, I stood behind her and played with her pussy while the other guys cupped her breast, licked and kissed them, and deep French kissed her more. It was such a beautiful sight. The three of them were necking in front of me as I played with her from behind, with two fingers on her soft, incredibly wet pussy. It was like lovers were kissing and fondling for the first time, except there were four of us. It was an emotional and serious and so intense. My wife kissed them both together, her tongue darting in and out of their mouths. They did the same to her, but were in fact kissing each other too. It was pretty clear they never expected this. She made those amazing moans as they kissed her neck and ears, and I could see that she got goosebumps even in the boiling hot shower. All the time, I could feel how wet she was on my hand. We decided all to go to bed, and it had a brief dry down. She lay on the bed like a queen. The younger looking of the two guys immediately put his head between her legs and went to work. To an audible slurp, he said, Fucking hell, I never felt a woman so wet. In the meantime, the other guys positioned his cock in her mouth, and she immediately started working on him again. I sat back, took in the picture. If only I could have caught this on video. I should have caught this on video. After a while, she was loudly coming. It does not take much licking to make her come. And she said to me with a glint in her eye, Baby, please get out my bullet. Now the bullet has almost made me redundant at times. A powerful toy that gives her an orgasm after orgasm when held tightly against her clit. Sometimes with this toy, I thought she would black out. But she goes through the wall and just keeps going. The other guy positioned himself between her legs and started eagerly licking and fingering her as I held the bullet over her clit quite hard. She was coming like crazy, shouting and chanting, almost in delirium for what seemed like ages. She was coming. I could hear the slurping between her legs getting louder and louder. She was flowing like a river. Her face was contorted with pleasure and ecstasy. She aimed her vocals at me. Baby, I love you. Baby, it's so fucking good. Baby, I want them so much. Please, please, fuck, fuck, I love it. I couldn't help myself at this point. Deeply kissed and held the sides of her head tightly so we looked into each other's eyes. She said, I love you so fucking much. And I replied, I love you too. You're amazing. She was shaking and twitching and going crazy. I knew at the highest point she needed a cock inside her. I looked up at the guy, kneeled above us, and said, Fuck her. He did not need a second invitation, almost pushed his friend's head from between her legs. She lay there in a missionary position as he got between her legs with a super hard cock. I helped him guide it in. Now I'm pretty sure he had never let another man touch his cock before, but he really didn't care. His cock was hard, super hard, and I felt brave enough to give it a stroke and roll around in the wetness of her pussy before guiding it in her. As he entered her, my wife grabbed her my back and held me tight for a second, reaching for my free hand. Her face was so beautiful. She mumbled while us breathing heavily. Baby, he's inside me. Baby, he's so inside me. I love it. I gave him a little splice as he pumped away. The situation was so charged. It was like watching a couple that had built up a load of tension before they finally able to make love. At this point, it seemed to be in love. She gave me an occasional look, but their eyes were locked. He kept saying, Oh my God, 
Oh my God. I remember thinking, God ain't going to help you now, son. They fucked for a while as me and the other looked on in awe. The other guy attempted to position himself so she could suck his cock, but she was too intensely coming on the other guy's cock, so she did not nose. At this point, her leg was swung over, so she was sort of on her side, and he was grabbing her head, and she was grabbing his, and he was fucking her for all that it was worth. Finally, what seemed like about 10 minutes, he was coming deep inside her, at which point she grabbed my hand so hard. He collapsed on her, exhausted. Wow. They lay there for a second panting, but I knew she wanted more. As he gradually withdrew his spent, but still semi-hard penis, I grabbed it for a second and milked it over her. I gestured the second guy to come over. This time she turned over onto her all fours, and he entered her from behind. I could see her come, and the first guy's come glistening on the second guy's cock. Just like the first guy, I helped guide it in. He started thrusting away. The first guy positioned himself sitting at her head. She played and lightly sucked his cock. The second guy is doing his absolute best to make love to her, as if this was the love of his life. He would change from thrusting hard into her to leaning over her and slowly moving his cock inside her. She loved this, and she gasped again and again, covered in sweat, reaching for air as he beautifully fucked her and told her how amazing she was. Their dreams had come true. After a while, she was coming, and so was he. With some deep thrust, he injected her with his cum, and they both collapsed in a sweaty heap, still him deep inside her. He was utterly spent. She lay there just looking beautiful, angelic. I kissed her for a while and made sure she was okay, and she said, yes, baby, but I need you now. The guy withdrew from her and she flopped on her back and lay there. Her smooth, waxed pussy covered in sweat and juices and the cum of both men. They all just stood back and looked at her and smiled at each other with a complete and look of affinity with each other and her. It was one of those moments. My cock was painfully hard. I'd had some Viagra and it was just bursting with pressure. As I entered her, she felt so soft and so open and when I got deeper, I could feel her muscles milking my super hard cock. In front of those guys, we made the most beautiful, passionate, intense, and genuine love. She was coming from the moment I entered her, shivering and crying. I cried too as we looked into each other's eyes and repeatedly declared our love. The guys were witnessing something special, and they knew it. I'm sure at this point the two other guys must have felt a bit uncomfortable. They just watched. They tried to get involved but she was really not interested. She wanted me. I felt my cum welling up. I'd almost out of body experience. I was coming, but kept on coming, longer than ever. My cock pulsated again and again, and she moaned and cried and shivered and twitched as we both orgasmed from love. The lust had passed. This was love. I could feel every millimeter of my cock inside of her, which was covered in cum and juices from the evening. Then we just lay there and cuddled. The guys had a drink and we chatted for a while. We then spent a couple more hours or 90 minutes taking turns making love to my wife. She finished the stall with a group blowjob and she was covered in cum that looked stunningly content. We all had a tactical and intimate shower together. The guys got dressed. They suggested swapping numbers. My wife said, guys, that's never going to happen. 
She kissed them passionately and thanked them both and said goodbye. They both looked shell-shocked, and they had just had their best ever experience and would never see this woman again. They looked heartbroken and tried to find some way to stay connected. One of them tried to thrust his business card into my hand, but my wife made it clear. No. It was lovely to meet you guys, but it's now time to go. Reluctantly, they left, and for a second I felt sorry for them, for the emotion that they were feeling at the point. But then I thought, fuck them. They just had an experience that they may never match again, and we helped with that. We felt good. After they left, we spoke about it for a while, and then made love some more, before having a wonderful sleep and getting on with life. You see, Nikki, the sex is just a small part of feeling between us. Seeing her high is the greatest thing that can happen. Sex brings her that feeling, but there's so much love there too. Love and kisses, Ken. The English guy. Well, hello, my British Ken. How are you doing? Long time no see. So, I did, ladies and gentlemen, I did get a picture. And extremely attractive couple. I, just looking at the picture from that day or that night, I should say, you could tell the chemistry. You can usually tell the chemistry with the people. And they were normally sometimes when, when couples take pictures, they're standing shoulder to shoulder or one's in front of the other. What I liked about this, it was very, they were into each other. So they turned in to each other. It's like they had a space open and welcome for others to play. But yet you could tell they were an item. They were solid in their foundation. It showed in their body, just even in a picture, they showed it how solid they were and how in, in connected they were. And that's what I really got from that picture. His wife is very, very lovely. And no, I cannot do a Czech accent. Um, she definitely had the very sexy, exotic European look that men are attracted to, that blonde hair, just she oozed confidence. And I loved that because it was a natural look. She didn't, she wasn't overly made up or anything else. She had that confidence that even like he has said before, walking down the street, you could tell there was just, I mean, you don't get me wrong. She had that good girl look going about her. She had that solid foundation of a, a good woman, a solid woman. But you could tell there was a lot extra that she she really oozed the sexual sexuality, the sensuality, everything that I encourage women to find and and men, obviously. But she has it. And uh, kudos to you. And I'm glad that one, she was able to open the door for you and show that there are us women out there that love to give blowjobs. Um, and by the way, I didn't say it, but yes, I'll take your book reference information. I did highlight it. I'm not going to air it here because I do love the title. Absolutely do I love it. I, when I was over there, I was in Cheltenham. So as you were talking about London, I didn't get down to downtown to London. I spent most of my time in Cheltenham and exploring as you and I have messaged each other back and forth. So it was nice every time you write in or anybody English that writes in, I, I, I get to live through some of the pictures in my head and the very exotic time that I had there having a, a beer. <laughs> Although mine was a cider. It was, um, it was this pub. I'm in love with your pubs over there that I had. It was a, a Chardonnay with a, a cider in it. And 
I wish I could find something like that over here in the summer because it was absolutely just, you know, perfectly splendid. As um, <clears throat> my English coach TV would say, <laughs> perfectly splendid. Yeah, um, there may be more to that and I may eventually tell you. So we'll have to hang on to that. But I agree with you, Ken. Going to the places that I go to, meeting the people in the lifestyle or sexploring their relationship, you can tell that it grounds them. You can tell that how that was one thing that every time I go, I love sitting back and taking in the reconnecting, even if, you know, they're together or whatever else, or she goes off or he goes off. You can tell the beaming, the ones that are truly in it for the connection, because they beam with pride knowing that what they had just had. And you can tell that it just lights up their whole world that there's no animosity, there's no drama. Not, I'm not saying that the lifestyle's not drama. It absolutely anything in life can be drama, right? But you can really tell when people are embracing it and, and riding the bike or the horse through this adventure and taking it holding hands together, and really living the lifestyle and embracing its ups and downs together as a couple, which, as you have written, you guys have. So your picture to me, totally came off as that you could tell that you were solid. And I really like that about you guys, you guys definitely have that solid aura. And even though through the, I think you've described her as very, very clashy at times. And I'm trying to be polite on that. Um, she does truly love you. I, I, I can tell that she there's truly intimacy there. And giving them that moment, hopefully they'll write in, I would love to read their experience on it. I mean, wouldn't that be cool that eventually they wrote in telling us about this, that would be pretty cool, I think, to hear their experience. But it's always amazing. I've never been, I've been courted by a couple, but I've never been part of the the experience. So it's something that I'm very curious about. But since I'm not interested in doing it, I'll never get to experience that. So I can only have stories like yours, Ken, or even the people that I met in, meet in the places that I go that I get to hear their experiences. And I, it's something that I'm not sure that I want to cross that line with. And I've been very vocal about that. Have, have I, like I said, I've been courted and flirted and it's the courting, and I shouldn't call it courting, it sounds very um, proper, but it, it kind of is in a way. And you to date people. And it's, it was very interesting in every element that I've been in with the lifestyle, it really does walk you through how the process works. So me being right there and involved in it was wonderful. It was great, right? So not that I've ever had that experience, but it, it would be curious to see the, the interactions and there's got to be there's always awkward. I mean, you're, you're letting two strangers have will make love to your wife. And I could see where they were thinking, no one's going to believe this story. Not a single person will, you know, Jeb down the street later in the day, you know, you basically gave them, like you said, you probably give them the one of the most sexy things hopefully is not the last, but I'm pretty sure it's still up there ranking in his their list. 
hopefully it's not the top, I, you know, not to put you and your wife down, but I'm hoping they're exploring and finding their own rhythm and founding something that can top that and have that connection with. But then again, it does sound like they had a great connection with your wife and you, of course. And when one thing I, I love that you touched on that, you know, they were you led their cocks in and of all the people I've spoken with over the years, when I worked on the lines, that is something when people were in the lifestyle that the men would talk to me about that, in that sexual haze and lust and in the moment, all the words and labels go out the window, and you're just in the moment. And there's something about like a permission, as we could say, of you guiding his cock in of saying, I want you to fuck my wife, I'm giving you full permission. And, and also to her as well, it's a very grounding sort of way for you to ground with the person that's being very intimate with the person that you're in love with. So all that said, and all a pretty neat up bow, if I can do it right, it might be a messy bow. But could you do it? Could you, you go away for a weekend and you meet some younger studs. And I do know women that don't like younger studs. And I'm one of them. So I think I'd have to really, really into them. Really, 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 really into them. I think that you should give it a chance and let things naturally happen. Is there always a wake up to reality the next day? anything in life there is, we always have to wake up to the next day to the consequences, good or bad of the decisions we made the day before. But is it really a consequence if it brings you to a deeper connection of what you're exploring with the person you're with? If it opens the door to more communication, good or bad, of being honest and truthful, not that you shouldn't be honest and truthful up to that point, but it does this rail or this row that you guys are going down takes an enormous amount of communication. So if you're not able to communicate in some way, fashion or form with your partner, this is never going to work. You're never going to reach that high of that connection that we have witnessed with Ken and his wife. So what I'm saying to you, what I always say to you, if you're connected and you're in a relationship of any dynamic, find your explore, find your adventure. And hopefully it brings you and grounds you closer as a dynamic than further apart. And it, like I said, if you're not communicating to begin with, nothing is going to work. Not a single darn thing. I think this is a perfect place to stop for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget Crazy Summer Nights is coming up in June and August. I think we're almost sold out. I need to get the numbers. I keep saying that. I swear I'll call him sometime this week. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. And in closing, hello, lover. Why don't we go to that hotel I showed you? You know, the one with the fuck me bench in the shower. I've never had a fuck me bench. Maybe we should try it out. What do you think? I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fucking fabulous week.